everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Taking Strahd Seriously, part 23. Today is October 8th, 2019, and you are loved. And I feel like that is a very important way to start our show each and every week because you all deserve to hear that. Uh, other times that this group will tell you that you are loved is on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. Uh, if you liked that message and possibly want to hear other things that come out of our mouth holes, consider going to anywhere where audio casts are found under the same moniker indoor adventures or go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures and find some stuff there. Uh, currently... Our merch store is still up because I was out of town all weekend uh, doing a small doing a small thing. Uh, our our dear friends uh, who are here on the show with us, Wiggs and Tyler, got married. Congratulations to the two of you! Excellent time. Uh, but yes, that is why I couldn't update the merch store. So for right now, if you go to bit.ly/slash/adventuremerch. All of our current old merch will still be there, including a set of ham pants. Uh, I paid for the shop to still be up for a month on accident. So now is the time to go and uh, maybe pick some stuff up before we switch over to Teespring. Uh, we have an updated, uh, an updated I've seen some crit uh, logo coming your way. So consider it. Other than that, that is it for my spiel. So... RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hey everybody, I'm RJ and I'm playing Bartholomew, the <clears throat> Ranger, Blood Hunter, Werewolf. I am LB Hackamup and I'm playing Silmi Malreska, the wizard who just had her heart torn out. Alright, and I am the indoor adventurer, and I am playing Kefris Bellevue, who has made quite a few mistakes since arriving to Barovia, but uh He's, he, he, it's taking to him. And I'm playing Flint Wolf, the shifter barbarian rogue, and also new best friend of the other werewolf, because I am a werewolf too. Sorry, the cat just started screaming. It's all fine. Uh, I'm your very spooky DM, Wings, um, and I'm going to start everything off with the recap. So, last time, Bartholomew was transformed into a werewolf when Strahd conjured a full moon ahead of its natural time. Silmi was able to snap him out of an outright blood rage, and he fled Yesterhill, leaving Kethris and Silmi to deal with the druids and berserkers, casting a dark ritual to bring an enormous plant effigy of Strahd to life. During the battle, Kethris accidentally attuned to the blood spear of Kavan, and with its help, he and Silmi were able to survive a long, hard battle, which ended with Baba Lysaga's creeping hut crashing out of the forest and engaging with the Strahd effigy. Meanwhile, Bartholomew followed his nose blindly through the Svalich woods, sniffing out hostiles and unknown entities, when he was led away by a familiar lupine figure. The next thing he knew, he awoke in the hideout of Flint Wolf, a lone and eccentric werewolf, unexpectedly accompanied by their missing friend Irina and Sasha the Sabercat. Following the battle at Yesterhill, Kefris saw that the magical stones, the Valiant and the Sultana, were both returned to the Were-Ravens before proudly declaring his survival to Arabelle, the Vistani fortune-telling child, before passing out in front of her. 
Silmi set about resummoning Maybell on account of her recent death when she was once again visited by Escher, Strahd's least favored and least loyal consort, who discreetly left her a wine bottle with a secret message inside. Maybell was resummoned, however, it seems that she has lost all memory of her time with Silmi. All right, well, I'm going to start off with Kefris, I think. Um, Kefris, you awake to the sound of flipping cards. Just um, and just Arabelle sort of muttering to herself, like, traitor, artifact. No, that doesn't make any sense. She just keeps on flipping. Uh, you, that is the first sens sensation that you're aware of. The second sensation that you're aware of is this awful pinching sensation in your back. Um, just like, you, you were like lying on your back when you, um, you know, fell over. Um, you realize that you have had a, a blanket just kind of thrown over you haphazardly. Um, but yeah, you're just not very comfortable. Um, might chalk it up to being on a wooden floor. Oh, I'm on a floor made of wood. Well, that's awesome. Is it like the, is it like Baba La Saga's floor or has, has time gone by since we've, uh, um, since we've done this? Like, are we at the Martikov home? Well, you, um, you sit up and look around, um, and you can see that the, the floor is actually kind of leaned a little bit to the side. You realize that you are still inside Baba La Saga's hut. Um, it hasn't been much time. Okay, um, good. And Arabelle's just flipping through her cards and muttering to herself. She's like, oh, hey, Myrmidon. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out what happened here. Um, I might be able to shed some light on that where your cards aren't able to. And he'll, like, as if his bones weren't put together properly, he will just stand up. He's feeling very shaky at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you sit up, you might uh, hope that that like pinching sensation in your back would go away, uh, but it just kind of stays there. It lessens a little bit now that there's not any pressure being placed on it, but it's definitely still there. Uh, do I feel like it's like an out, like not outer uh, on skin, but like outer muscle? Like it's not like a deep, so like a deep pain in me, or is it like closer to the back? Uh, I, I don't know if I understand exactly. <laughs> is it uh, my mean, guts you... or is it muscles? It's muscles. Okay. Muscle, muscles uh, I'm going to do the thing that I would normally do in this situation, which is just like try and see about massaging it with my knuckles from the back. All right. Um, as you do so, uh, your hand meets the texture of basically what I would describe as like gator skin. Um, you just kind of like run your hand down your back and you can feel spines and protrusions back there. Um, and like it, your skin has become a lot scalier and a lot more textured than it was before. Uh, and you reach that point where that pinching sensation is uh, and you find a particularly long spike. Um, and as you run your hand over it, it kind of moves a little. Um, oh, uh, and he'll just like, I doubt the pain's going to go away, but remember for later how to describe it in the journal. 
and then just kind of like tighten up his shirt a little bit uh and he'll let arabelle know uh about going up to yester hill getting the Sunblade, leo's betrayal and the events that have led him here all right um she appreciates being filled in um Myrmidon, do you think you could, I don't know, convince the were-ravens to, like, lend me that gem again? Uh, I mean, I feel like we're in pretty good standing right now. Why? I kind of left Bishop in a volatile situation back there, and my cards aren't giving me a lot of answers here, so I'm a little worried about him. I'm just go, and if they ask, it's with a friend at least. They've already the three gems have been separated for so long at this point. I don't feel like they all need to be returned at the same time either. I mean, they should yeah, be. Yeah, she so um, be quick. she already took it. This thing's dead in the water or on the hill. I see. Um. I will take care of this for you. Are you sure you're okay? You look different. How so? Um, just kind of... Are my eyes the same? Um, mm -mm, no, uh, not, not really. One of them is. Well, that's a start, at least. Um... Okay. I'll still be back. It, talking to people is something I was bad at before all of this began. And I feel like, if anything, maybe I can use a little bit of pity to end up getting our way, eh? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Hey, um, I'm glad you didn't die. That makes two of us. Thank you. Just be careful. There's more ways to die than losing your life. And he will look over towards the direction of Silmi, and he just says, I know. Speaking of Silmi. Hi. Hi. Um, so, Maybelle has been trying to, like, catch up on everything that she's missed, um, which is to say, I don't know, how long, how long have, has it been since you first summoned Maybelle? Five years. Five years. Okay, so, oh, five years. Okay. Um, that's a quite a long time. Uh, we've got a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but... Now is not the time. Um, we were in a dangerous place, and I'm sorry that I've had to summon you back in this state without you knowing the dangers that we're in. Oh, that shouldn't be a problem, miss. I'm accustomed to dangers. Well, I'm supposed to be. <laughs> um, 
Um, would you mind giving me a moment? I need to find my brother. Oh, your, your brother? Um, what, what is his name? Kefris. Mr. Kefris. Okay, all right. Um, well, I can help you. Where should I start? Um, uh, I, I would prefer it if, um, if I could find him by myself, if you don't mind. Oh, 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 okay. Um, she just kind of looks around, um, for something to clean or attend to. Um, she's just kind of standing in the middle of a field. Um, she will pick up that bottle that was left on the ground, um, and just kind of hand it to you. Oh. Um, I, I think this is yours. Uh, yes, thank you, Mabel. That was, um, that's perfect. Um, perhaps you can ask the, um, uh, people over there if, um, if they need any assistance and she'll motion to the, the crowd that had gathered. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, is, um, is, is this form going to be appropriate? You look lovely. <laughs> she smiles. Um, and she will just kind of like teeter, like totter off to the were ravens and start pestering them. I'm gonna go find my brother. All right. Um, he is uh, currently sort of leaning out of an akimbo um, hut on top of a stump. Um, and looking up at your brother, you can see that he has indeed changed. Um, during the course of that battle. You were a bit distracted before. You didn't get a chance to really get a good um, assessment on his current situation. But um, he, his hands, um, which are, you know, like the gecko pads, as we've become familiar with, um, are like now tipped with long claws. Um, his skin is just a patchwork of uh, pallid green scales. Uh, and his back is just kind of like rippling and bulging with uh, like gator spines. And those spines are actually interspersed with a longer spine, um, just kind of jutting out every which direction. Uh, likewise, he's still got that long horn that appears whenever he rages, but now it seems to be a permanent uh, situation. And when he looks down at you, you can see that his right eye is now uh, a sickly yellow reptilian color with a slitted pupil. Uh, Silmi doesn't seem to notice as she looks up at you, Kefris. Uh, you can see that she is uh, doing that thing when she tries to hold herself together as she's walking over, where she's like flexing every muscle in her face. Um, and once she gets up to you, she's just going to collapse in your arms crying he is before anything else just hands around you in a very protective means and he is going to just kind of rub the side of his face against the top of your head uh, as he knows that that is a place where there are no spinies or anything that's weird like it's still a people cheek uh, as best as he can have one and just it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And she's just gripping him tightly with her hands and just what? not like, like it's just this deep sadness. Like, we couldn't have known about, after. we couldn't have known about Leo. It's not your fault. It's okay. 
Um, we'll get the artifact back. She pulls back from him, just tears streaming down her face, and she doesn't remember me. What do you mean? Maybell doesn't remember me or anything from the past five years, Kefris. And Kefris again will just pull his sister close. And he's going to say, then this is a chance to prove your hypothesis right, and I hope that we do. What are you talking about? Myself, Maybell. You wanted to find a cure for the things afflicting Barovia, or afflicted by Barovia, did you not? Yeah. And he pulls his sister back and just has both of his hands on the side of her arms. And he says, you have purpose. Now, before when you studied, it was for curiosity's sake. Because you were bored, because you wanted to know more about magic. You have purpose now. Use I this. Know. I don't know who I am without her, Kefris. You are Silmi Malreska, residential spitfire of the Malreska home, and prone to taking nobody's shit. Not mine, not mother's, not father's, and certainly not our stepfather's. So if we're here, and if it's something as little as magic that is holding you back, that's like asking a master thief, watch over this very inconsiderate lock. It might take you a bit longer, but you'll do it, and I know you will. Things aren't what they're supposed to be here. But that doesn't mean we can't fix them. I know she's important to you. That's why I know that you are going to stop at nothing. Absolutely nothing short of becoming the next Strad von Zarovich herself to bring Maybell back. Just the way she was. Alright. You look terrible. Welcome to Barovia, is what I have been told. Thank you. Sister, later tonight, or at some point when you're ready, could I have a word? Yes, of course. What do you need me to do? I think we need to find Speedy. The ravens are already looking. I have another thing I need to request of them as well. Would you like to accompany me? Okay. 
and uh, Kefris will uh, at this point he would have just had your hands in his and he gives them a reaffirming squeeze uh, and then begins uh, walking over to the were ravens. Okay. Um, there are a few of them gathered now, just kind of standing around, talk, trying to figure out what they're going to do about Baba Lysaga's hut. Um, and uh, they seem to be trying to argue for just leaving it and getting out of here and some of them are like no we can't just leave that thing here it's a liability um when uh maybell will approach you you will see that she's actually in her full devilish form with paper white skin black slara and red eyes um she will just approach you and say oh um uh, mr kefris i presume you would presume correctly oh well um the uh, Martikovs, I believe they're called, have invited us to their home. Um, I, uh, forgive me for saying, but you do look like you could use the rest. This isn't the first time you've told me that, and this won't be the last time that I tell you I'm fine. I see. Um, I, I'm terribly sorry to say, but... Uh, that looks like it's causing you a bit of discomfort. And she just kind of points at the spines on your back. It is as Ilmata would will it. Uh, regardless of what Ilmata wills, I've seen something like this before in the Hells. Um, and the spined devils sometimes, you know, they just have to shed their spines uh, every now and then. If, um, if you wouldn't mind, I could... Um, see if I can help you with that sure um, she'll just walk up to you and um, grip the loose spine and then rip it out of your back um, yeah it is uh, it is a sharp pain uh, followed by intense relief that that pinching sensation that you had for the past few hours is just suddenly gone Kefris would put the tongue in the side of his cheek and just bite on it and just mm. Oof, that came out a lot longer than it looked um oh, she'll, did it? yeah she'll walk out in front of you and um it turns your stomach a little bit it, it is like four feet of spike um and it is just pointed on both sides um and she just kind of walks over and hands it to you got a bit, fair bit of heft to it. You could probably use it as a weapon. You know, I'm sure I could. Is it bone? Oh, Cartilage? Um, um, no, it's actually a, um, a, a, a <laughs> created out of a, a kind of keratin. Um, it's the same thing that rhino, rhinoceros's horns are made of, and uh, also your fingernails. I think I'm going to be sick. Oh, Kefris, she'll rub his back the best she can. Oh, not that away from the miss. Oh, sorry. Uh, away from the miss. Um, she she has quite nice shoes. I I wouldn't. It'd be a shame. You know, Maybell. Thank you 
for this new revelation of information. It's very useful. Would you mind telling me more about this at a later point when I have had a chance to process the fact oh, that sure. I am there is all of a foot and then some missing from the length of this spike to have had it belong in the entirety of my person. <sighs> Thank you again. <laughs> and he's just like, thousand yard stare turns, looks at the Mardikov family and just begins walking that direction. Just holding his spine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I believe that that group is going to head in the direction of the Mardikovs. Mm -hmm. um, let's cut over to Bartholomew and his posse as they are wandering through the woods. Um, well, when I say through the woods, I mean more along the side of a mountain. Um, Bartholomew, when you step out into the open, um, you get a nice, fresh, uh, like, smell of the, the morning that just kind of wafts up to you. Um, it, it, you are at a fairly high elevation. It reminds you of Kresik a bit, but you're in a part of Barovia that you haven't been to before. Um, and that is hard to say because you've scoured every inch of this place. Um, however, you have avoided the mountainous areas as they can be treacherous. Um, and up here, the air is thinner, but the mist isn't quite as oppressive. Um, it's still there, certainly, but it tends to hang down in the valley. Um, so honestly, it, it, it is, it's almost a freeing feeling, feeling to be able to look out down the mountain and see the mist down there while you're up here. I feel like be after, this is after his transformation, so he's like, he's shielding his eyes like, oh, no. From the sunlight. Well, there is, there is there's no direct no. sunlight. There's no direct sunlight, but it's still brighter than he's used to. Exactly. <sighs> and I, Irina will uh, poke her head out beside you and say, isn't it beautiful? Uh, takes a step to the side. Sometimes uh, you can almost see the stars. Uh, yes, it's quite breathtaking, and that's not from the lack of oxygen that's up here. Which way is always I can see. Uh, which way is Yester Hill? Uh, well, it's down the hill a ways. Um, so yeah, in that direction. It's west of you. Yeah. Thank you for helping me. I need to go. My friends are hopefully still okay. I need to tell yeah. them you're okay. He points to Indiro. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure your friend's okay, and if you're intent on finding them, then we'll go find them together. looks between Flint and Indira like honestly I think he would be safer here from I mean, what you all have been telling me if you can watch him and then we can come back and have a little party and it'll be fine 
I mean, yeah, I'm sure he'd be safe here too, but honestly, he wouldn't shut up about the uh, about you guys, although he was pretty sure you were dead and the Locky, so you know, look at Indiro like Wait, why would you think I was dead in the Locky? Um Indiro kind of looks off to the side a little bit um, and then looks up at you and says, I told you about how I would spend time in the tavern down in Barovia. Yes. The village of Barovia is the first stop on the old Svalik road. It is where most outsiders will go. Well, it was a pastime of mine to stay there and to listen to their stories. I have seen a lot of outsiders come in here and I have not seen many of them survive. So in Valaki, I found myself once again sitting in a tavern and watching outsiders walk out. I didn't think I would see you again. He sighs. Irina, I made you a promise that you would see Nalaraska and Bellevue again. And I intended to keep it. That is to say, I kind of break a couple of my promises, but this one I was really dead set on. All right. Well, hopefully they are still at this place. Um, Yesterhill, you called it? The last thing I remember, Kefiris had put a spear in me. And he like pulls the side of his shirt and there's a, what looks like a dagger shaped scar on his chest. Silver will do that to you. Just like the flat silhouette of a dagger. Just like. And Silmi had done something and I guess the blood haze lifted and I could kind of control myself for the time being. But then it goes dark after that. That's pretty impressive for the first time. Must be a pretty good friend you got there. I take it back. Maybe they are still alive. Well, hopefully. Also, I'm, are, you, are you guys trying to hide Irina's identity or are you going to stick with Indiro? It's going to make it really confusing because I, I get really name blind sometimes and I yeah. need one to stick with. Just keep with Indiro. Okay. Keep with Indiro. Indiro so is good I, with me. I told him Irina as soon as I woke up. I was confused. Sometimes I don't feel like myself. We will need to talk later about that. Um, Flint, do you have supplies? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What do you need? A couple of days of rations. A kitten. Um... 
I will be borrowing these short swords for the time being. But if you have a, like a longbow or something, um, I mean, I'm I'm assuming I have most mundane weapons, right? Yeah, um, um, you can for find Pete's sake, I'm wearing a scimitar, so for for sure. Like, no, I I'm pretty sure that you could find pretty much any mundane weapon in Flint's pile of junk. Um, the longbow is not strong, however, so. Uh, Bartholomew has to flex his old archery muscles and string the bow. Yeah. Just <laughs> like that. Almost like you a true hunter. I am he a true a, hunter. He is a true hunter. Is there such thing as a fake one? I mean, probably. Bartholomew it has been three days since the fires of Alaki. I heard that Barovia is completely destroyed. Yes, I sent some of my men down to check in on it, not go inside the town, of course, because it might still be dangerous. Did they find Ismark? He's safe. I know he wouldn't have left the, I know he wouldn't have left the town. He is safe in Vlaki. Okay, that is good. Okay. So I imagine the three of you start moving your way down to Yesterhill. Oh, imagine Speedy keeps on trying to to leave us in the dust, and we will not. Oh no, I can only move at half speed, friend. (laughs) If anything, Speedy like whistles for Sasha. Mm. Okay. Animal handling check, please. Oh, god damn, Speedy. Um, 21. Damn. All right. Uh, Sasha comes, um, comes out of the cave and then just sits down and looks away, kind of aloofly, um, and then starts walking towards you like it was her idea. Um, and she will, like, rub her big old head against you. Um, It seems that her armor has been removed um, at some point. Um, Sasha's just like this enormous um, I want to say how how tall do you think like a saber cat is? Like its shoulder has got to be pretty level with yours. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And she she will just kind of rub and um, Try and get as much contact with you as possible. Marking your um, territory. Yeah, she she'll like rub her face on you and like her her big old saber tooth like yeah yeah right up against you. He headbutts her gently and then starts walking. Yeah, I see how it is. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are are you telling me that cats and dogs don't get along? Some cats and dogs do. Just how you raise them. Canon Bartholomew is like a Shiba Inu. (laughs) (laughs) Angry all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And absolutely adorable. I'm not adorable, I'm a man. You can be both. Alright. Yester Hill. Yester Hill. So yep. we should probably be keeping a watch out for um, 
these werewolves that are after him? Yeah, so I usually can pick them up beforehand because uh, Kirill's got that big. Well, he smells uh, pretty bad. Uh, yeah. So I, but with you know Bartholomew moving so slowly, that might become a problem. So just yeah, like uh, like Indira said, keep your eyes out. Can't tell me anything. So um, I'm gonna say it takes about twice as long as it would normally take to get down there. Um, and uh, since you have to kind of twisty wind your way down the switchbacks of a mountain, um, that really doesn't even have that much of a trail aside from what Flint has blazed. Um, Flint is very sure-footed going down this mountain, um, as well as Sasha. However, um, Bartholomew and Indiro have a little bit more trouble. As Flint's moving ahead, he'll be telling you anecdotes of maybe some other adventures that have been through here or pointing out uh, nice places to sit and enjoy the morning mist on this on this mountainside. Bartholomew has kept like a five to ten foot span between himself and anyone else. Oh yeah? Fair enough. Um... Likewise, Sasha kind of, like, keeps, like, within, um, like, sight of you guys. Um, but she is just kind of, like, wandering around doing her own thing. Um, and every now and then she'll see a bird go flying off and she'll chase it. Well, if she does that, I'll rein her back in with a whistle. <laughs> she seems irritated by that, but she complies. Um... As you are heading down the mountain, start hitting uh, woods and trees. Um, and you can recognize this area just by the smell of it. Um, you can tell that you've been through here before. You can smell your own werewolf self um, having been here, um, as well as flints. Um, and likewise, you can, well, give me a perception check with advantage because sneak, sneak. So normal then. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. of, of all the exhaustion. Of all right. the exhaustion. I've been remembering. Well, I got a nat 20. I got a 18 plus 6, 24. All right. Um, Flint, you have a exact idea of where Kirill and his gang are. Um, they were mostly hanging out in the woods outside of Velaki looking for um, stragglers. Um, who were fleeing from the fires. Um, they didn't come down this direction. Um, and uh, Bartholomew, you are able to detect the scent of many what, uh, what you have come to identify as werewolves to the north. Well, that's uh, Kirill, probably up by Velaki, being big, strong Kirill, preying on the weak. I hate that guy. Well, you also know that Kirill never hunts during the day. Which is strange that he's out here right now. Well, he's not, not so you, you smell. This is residual oh, okay. smells. Sorry. Yeah, residual smells. So I know he's not out here right now. Yep. Okay. Great. So we stay downwind. Hopefully they can't catch our scent from that. Yeah, I mean, he's probably... Uh, up at the cave now, or find some place to lie low until the night falls again. Whilst you're discussing this, 
you realize that Irina has started to wander off a little bit. Um, she has mostly kept close to you guys throughout this trip, but at this point she is just kind of walking with a purpose. And it's kind of like what I've seen before, right? Mm-hmm. So I just run over there like, whoa there, wake up. Um, she uh, kind of jumps with a start and looks at you and then looks it back at Bartholomew and says, did I do it again? becoming more frequent do you have any idea what like triggers it i don't know hmm. in what dire- um is the cave she originally was trying to go into in the direction she was walking or would flint know yeah flint, flint, flint would know. absolutely know bartholomew asks yep uh i mean I can assume as much. We're pretty far away at this point, but definitely in that direction. It feels exactly like how when she charms me. Though why she wants me to walk into a werewolf cave, I don't know. Well, why she wants anything is anyone's guess, but uh, you got me. Yes, we'll just have to have to keep an eye on you. Yep. Trust me, I would have come to check on you sooner, but this situation has me in a way that I don't Wait. want to be alone. Flint, you had her doing rounds outside when you knew she was in this condition? It was infrequent enough that it wasn't a problem until it was. And it is so- still a problem if she well, goes wandering off somewhere. Lucky for me, I can smell if she wanders off too far. This is true. And I don't seem to go very quickly. And evidently, werewolves are very speedy. Yeah. Um, I hate all of you. Uh, we, we've gotten significantly closer now that we're in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, as we got more into the woods and Flint got tired of talking about uh, other adventures because that usually just ends in them dying and he doesn't want to bring that up right now, uh, he started instead talking about uh, his like his, his family from his early childhood. and just like He starts listing off names and there's like 20 or so like cousins, a bunch of siblings, a bunch of aunts and uncles and such, and he just keeps rattling off about them. Wait, so you're saying one of them was a minor? <laughs> yes. Uh, that was my first dad, Dick, Dick Wolf. Um, I don't understand how you get Dick from Richard. It's, uh, you know, weird naming schemes. They, they came up with all different things. But he was a minor, uh, and now he's no more. You motherfuckers talked about this at the wedding. <laughs> 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 so that conversation goes on for a while. A long while. Flint loves talking about his family, and his family is vast. Um, so <laughs> uh, you guys start making your way towards Yesterhill, and as you do that, I'm going to cut back to the siblings really quick. Silmi. Yes. 
you still have that wine bottle with the yes. message inside. I'm going to open it now because <laughs> I know you want to give it to me. I would love to. Um, it contains all of the things that I told you it does, plus one more thing. Oh. Um, there is a kind of like a, a paperback, um, like breast pocket sized uh, booklet that says uh, Barovian flower language for the aspiring florist. And there are two flowers tied to it. One that you recognize, it is a purple rose. And the other you do not recognize. Um, it must be something native to the area. It has a red stem um, and then like spiraling off of it in kind of like a, well, like a, a spiral. Um, <laughs> Um, are, are more red stems that are, are tipped with these white berries um, with a little black circle. She's going to turn it over in her hand. Is there a note note in there? Yes. Um, the note itself says, for your scrapbook, love you, babe, heart, E. As in from E. Yeah. Um, and you find three uh, spell scrolls in there. One of mage armor, one of non-detection, and one of counterspell. Fuck. Um, yeah. I will actually send you um, a list here. Now, um, when I talk Barovian flower language, um, basically, I'm going to say that we can uh, make this up as we go along, but I have a few examples here. Sure. Um, it seems that Escher is trying to establish a secretive method of communication. Okay. In a very like nobility court, yeah. courtesan sort of way. Any hoosers, that's what you get. Got it. So when you guys um, return to the Mardikov estate, um, they are all kind of in a tizzy, um, just trying to get the place, like, batten down the hatches, like, we got our stones back, we need to, like, find a place for them that is going to be safe. Um, so they are working on shoring up their defenses. Um, Danica, make sure, that you, make sure that the two of you have lodgings um, and encourages you both to get some rest. I would, at this point, try and convince them to let Arabelle use the last stone. All right. Um, that sounds like a terrible idea. I don't necessarily think it's a terrible idea. I don't know if you've noticed, but she's nine. She's nine, and she also stole Baba Lasaga's hut. This isn't like the mummers play Home Alone. This is a fact. Never seen it. It's popular in the Dale Lands, especially I'm around sure. the seasons. Now, Babala Saga doesn't have her hut. We have all of her things. If we empty out the hut, Take all of her books, 
Take her bathtub. Take everything in there. It's her home. Even if she does get the gem back, you all have something to barter with. Otherwise, a nine-year-old kills Babala Saga. You need to understand. Babala Saga has been trying to kill me and my family for decades. She is dangerous, and she cannot be bartered with. We will not negotiate with her. And before Kefris can really stop himself, he says, then we kill her. I'm sorry? We have her hut. She knows where her hut is. If she wants it, she'll come and try and claim it. In which case... We lay a trap. It is your entire family. It is Silmi. It is hopefully, if we find him, Speedy. And it is me. In which case... There were two giant evil fucking trees up on that hill. Not 24 hours ago. Both of them are down. Strahd doesn't, isn't interested in Babala Saga. Strahd is interested in things that directly affect Strahd. This is insane. I hope you realize that. Welcome to Barovia. Oh, you said that twice in one session. <laughs> Somewhere a black dragonborn's nose is bleeding, and I'll have it know it's your fault. We've got a blood hunter in this one, too. Um, okay. I'm not saying I agree to this plan. But there are more druids than just what we killed on Yesterhill last night. And they are definitely going to be coming back to that place as it is one of their sacred areas. Well, what have and you heard I... from Rosalia? Don't take my word for it. Take the word of one of your own. Didn't she come back with Arabelle? That she did. Yes, no, I believe you. I'm just saying. It's a risky gambit. I agree that we should at least move the hut so that it's not in our enemy's home turf. The only person who can move that, as far as I've seen, is Arabelle, and she needs the gem in order to do so. Uh, Danica will nod um, and just kind of point at um, a where Raven in the corner, and he nods and wanders off. All right. She can move it. Have some of your men follow that one. Ask Arabelle where the meeting point was. She only wants the gem so she can go to the meeting point with the, with the hut. If you could cut that travel time in half, if you could go ask her where it is 
go and inspect. And if Stetchen is alive, she won't want to use it for more than just to get this thing out of enemy territory. She can move the hut. She can't take it with her on some sort of suicide mission. Then you need to go and inspect or at least fly around where the drop zone was. Where they were going to go and meet up after everything was done. If you fly and Stetchen isn't there or you don't see Stetchen, we'll assume he's dead. All right, I can do that much. Listen, Kefras. I don't mean to be such a hard ass. It's it's your bloodline at stake. I understand. It's all right. Not being a hard ass, you're looking out for the people who are close to you. And frankly, when it comes to bloodline or outsiders, one of which who motions to self looks the way I do. I would also choose to save my family. I understand, I'm just asking you just this once. I'll speak to my father. Thank you. Uh, and she will walk out of the room. Bartholomew, you find no. a raven. Ah, <sighs> thank God. But like I was saying, Papa Alfred was tending to me, and uh, I saw Ansel. Bartholomew walks over to Flint, puts a finger up to his mouth. <laughs> the story has. The DM is frozen. Um, there you go. looks up to the raven and like holds a hand out uh the raven will kind of fix you with one eye and then fix you with the other um and will fly down to perch on your hand all right are you one of the talking ones or one of the spies ah! okay fly to danica tell her that speedy's okay tell her that to tell Kefris Bellevue, that Indiro is okay. We are going to Yesterhill to see if they're alive. Where are they? Oh! Thank you. Can... We're going to Yesterhill. Send someone who can actually talk to us. Raven flies off. Send it to Danica, eh? She doesn't like me ever since I gave... Uh... Edgar a concussion. And that's why you don't give me wine anymore. So You did what? Well, so I might have had a little bit too much to drink. Um and I kicked open a door and Edgar happened to be on the other side of the door. Um and boom on the floor. Poor kid. He doesn't deserve anything that goes to get him. And I'm going to learn how to control this from you, huh? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the easy part. It's the the everything else that's the hard part. You know, life in general. 
I'm not, I'm not responsible for teaching you that. It's just the werewolf part. This is probably a good spot to make camp for now. Bartholomew stands there, drops his pack, cracks his shoulders. All right, teach me. Okay. Um, well, it's a lot of finding inner control uh, because the, the, the call of the beast can be overwhelming if you don't have control over yourself on the inside um, and it, will, it can find its way out. I learned a few breathing tactics. Um, it's breathe in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds. Are you sure that's not for pregnancies? I mean, I've never had to deal with the pregnancy, so it, you know, it might be the same thing. No. Great. Bartholomew goes along with it, in for five seconds, out for five seconds. So, like I was saying uh, before, it's rudely interrupted by that uh, raven. Um, I watched Ansel run around the corner. And that was the last time I ever saw him. And it just just goes to show you that you just never know the last time you'll ever see another soul. Oh, sorry, did you want them? It's, uh, it's gut weep. It's edible. Indira, we're leaving. <laughs> Sasha, we're leaving. <laughs> I... You, I'll just ask Kefris how he does it. It'll correlate somehow. Right behind you. Guys, come on. At least try it. At least just a little bit. You're eating gut weep. That makes it's, people trip balls. It's distilled. Oh, you're not considering it. No, he, he gives Flint this very incredulous look like... <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> fine no i'll put I'm... it away it's fine you have you can do it here at home where we can supervise you actually that makes a lot of the past three days make a lot more sense i was i didn't have any over the last three days it's just talking about that makes family. it a lot that is less sense. sober <laughs> I really don't appreciate all the judgment I'm feeling from all of you people. He's getting it. I'm so proud of him. Anyway, yet your hill shouldn't be too far from here. Yes. And lo, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, by the time you arrive at Yesterhill, um, it has been pretty well uh, cleaned up. The hut has been moved, so um, honestly, Bartholomew, you're none the wiser. You have no idea what happened here. Um, there is a like an enormous strad-shaped, vaguely strad-shaped effigy that has been torn apart, um, and it has a strange like lovingly carved mask that has been cracked in half that is very clearly um the like the visage of Strahd 
um, and looking at it gives you a weird feeling. Don't like that. Is Leo's body still there? Yes. Speedy walks over, kind of flips it, takes okay. a knee. Um, it is a child-sized body. Um, <clears throat> seems to be filled with cogs and springs and um, a smashed crystal that glows faintly when you uh, move the shards around. Is that one of them uh, Nablinskis? The what? Nablinski? You know, the toy maker? Blinsky. Oh, no, God. it said if it's not fun, it's not, it's Noblinsky. No, it's, no bl- his name is Blinsky. It's not Blinsky's. Like, it's not his prop. Turns no, to Irina. He was at the castle. It doesn't make any sense. It, the, well, the, the phrase is, is no fun, is no Blinsky. If his name is Noblinsky, then it means his toys are no fun. Yeah, and they aren't. That? They're pretty terrible if you've ever seen them. We left him in the castle. Speaking to Indiro. What? Blinsky. He was in the castle. He was there? He was there. Why was he there? I don't know. That's a terrible place to be. Who fucking knows? Like, Kefris told me that he found him behind some puppets and he was crying and he said he was going to get him out, but we left him. You guys are real good friends, aren't you? We were... Flint... We are in Strad's castle. Yeah, you should never go there. We were invited, and you never turned down an invite. I did. You what? I turned down the invite. I'm not going there. What are you, insane? And that's the last I saw of that party, so... Exactly how many people have you been a part of all right that's some weird phrasing you got there but how many groups i've helped not many maybe two how many groups have you helped unsuccessfully then just the two oh bartholomew takes a hand and he sticks it in the cavity with a crystal and scoops up some of it puts in his pocket all right it's like a, a weird blue crystal This look handy. You got anything else on him? Oh, shoot. Could open up his character sheet. Now, could Well, they're not here, so... With the ravens out and about, hopefully they're okay. Can I make perception check? Two hobbits lay here. Sure. Their bonds were cut. Yeah. They made their way into the woods. Are you like? Are you trying to sniff them out? Yeah. Oh, he's still tired. So you mind if I give it a good sniffaroo as well? Yeah, sure. That's fine. What would drive them to such insanity? Um, nine, six. I quote that line way far too often. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this time you said it in Bartholomew's voice, so I found it very entertaining. Uh, fifteen say your numbers out loud for the audio cast. All right, audio cast. I got a 10. The dice was cocked on a 19, so I just re- re- rolled it. 15. All right. Well, 
they definitely have been here. Um, they, it's, it's, it's fresh. Um, you can, you can, you can tell that they were here. You smell them. You smell them for sure. Um, I'm picking but, up their scent for the first time, I guess. Yeah. It's like, ah, so that's what they smell like. That heavy perfume smell is definitely silky. What's that real leathery one? That real leathery one? Crocodile leather. Crocodile leather. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) Sorry, brimstone? Yeah. Or sulfur? Mm -hmm. That would be Maybell. I smell sadness. That's definitely Kefris. Terrible. All right, uh, I'm gonna need a survival check to track them if that's what you're attempting to do. Right. Um, roll normally because using nos- nosy. Nosy nose. Natural twenty. Nice. Okay. Follow. Good. You're able to follow your nose. That was with um, your disadvantage. I roll normally oh, because right, it's a survival perception. check using nice. nose. So, um, <laughs> keeping us honest. That's what he's here for. Oh, um, I remember. All the characters that I've had exhausted. He, God. <laughs> it's not a contest. Um, he, uh, you are able to track uh, directly back to uh, the Mardikovs. Like I said, they might not be happy to see me. Bartholomew stands there and like pats the side of his face. Just stand there and look pretty. <laughs> Have you seen this mug? I can't do that if I tried. Just stand there. Thank you. Are you all right? Uh, I, I don't know. What's wrong? I left them at a very important time. Uh, I hope they're not angry. They very well could be. But you kind of turned into a werewolf. I think you have a good excuse. And honestly, personally, I cannot judge very much for people who are wandering off at inopportune moments. You are charmed by a magical cave. You also have an excuse. You are cursed by a terrible beast of the night. You too. It's a little (laughs) mean. Not a terrible beast. He points up at Castle Ravenloft. I think that's a pretty terrible beast. He walks over to the door and like, opens it slightly. Great. Um, so there are a few were-ravens that are hanging around um, the Mardikov residence at the time. Um, uh, but the others seem to be busy on some sort of excursion. Um, they, are, they seem to be moving something large. Um, at least that's what you're able to glean from a passing were-raven. Um, when and you're just kind of making your way through the Mardikov household when you hear the familiar voice of Maybell just kind of conversationally speaking with Selmy. 
Sylvie has a thousand yard stare. <laughs> trying to be polite, yeah. but Maybelle not looking is, at Maybelle. Maybelle is trying to make herself useful. Um, she's like, oh, you probably don't know about this, but um, I actually have uh, plenty of knowledge about uh, many alchemical reagents. Um, I know about a lot of plants and um, m many magical things. Um, I, I can be a very good assistant. Um, I, I don't know if I told you that before. It was five years. I probably told you that before. Uh, I'm terribly sorry. It's all right. You don't have to keep apologizing. I know you're very capable and um, uh, useful and, and all of those things as well. That's very kind of you to say. Malareska, Maybell. I'm sorry, I, I haven't met you before. Um, Silmi, it seems like we have company. Uh, sir, how can I introduce you? Oh, there's uh, three of you. Um, all right. Um, you're, I, I'm pretty sure... Oh, gosh, I'm mixing up my uh, accents at this point. I'm pretty sure that um, you're supposed to tell me exactly who you are, and then I can announce you to my mistress. All three of you, please. Well, you it's, said you knew them. It's all right, Maybelle. I, I know who they are. Well, most of them. You've met Bartholomew before, and... Indiro, and she will motion to both of them. And I'm not sure who this is. Flint Wolf, nice to meet you. Charmed. Cursed, more like, but you know. And Speedy, you're right. I'd say he's <sighs> dog tired. I punch him. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Two fourteens on my die. Um, rolling at disadvantage. Indiro, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm so glad to see you. I know Kefris will be very pleased as well. What? Can't hear you, dear. Still can't hear you. Still can't hear me. Kefris is all right. I can read your lips. <laughs> yes, he can, is. Can you? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. God. I, I don't know why the mic is doing that. I didn't mute myself. Uh, uh -huh. Yes, he's, uh, he's inside. Oh, God. I was a bit worried about all of you, honestly. Yes, we were left in a very precarious situation alone. Speedy looks down. But I understand. Did what I did help? It left one hell of a burn scar. Oh, gods. I'm so sorry. No, it snapped me up long enough. I'm sorry. Flint, was it? Yes, and you are? Sorry. Um, Silmi, I uh, heard about you. Yes, Silmi Melreska. Um, you are... A person of the mountain adventurer like you. Um, I think the werewolves at least have gone, or not the werewolves, the were ravens have gotten to call me the, the hermit. A hermit? Oh. Uh, Wait Bartholomew. a second. 
<laughs> I have been what? with you for three days and you choose now to tell me that you are the hermit? Is that important? That's very important. How? You know what? Listen, the were-ravens can call me whatever they would like, but I just... The hermit is supposed to help the Malaraska, Silmi, and Kefris, and I think myself find the rest of the artifacts. Okay, I can do that. What skills do you possess? Well, what skills do I possess? Keep it brief. Um, uh, well, I've been alive by myself in Barovia for two decades. Uh, know everything, every nook and cranny. I know, or I knew where all, well, now I know where all the art, no. Sorry, I'm trying to remember because the, the- We lost sword. the one at the at Yester Hill. It's okay, yeah. Okay, well, I still know where two are. <clears throat> Thorig already got the one inside of the tower. Yeah, and you showed me it right. earlier. So we know that, that you have that one, and the only one that's left is the tome, which is just a long book, and it really hurts to read. So I never understood Wait. why. Can Where you, is it? Can wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Can I, can I point something out? Sumi, Sumi wouldn't uh, understand that bit about pointing to Indira being like, you showed me one of the artifacts before. Because she doesn't know that Indira has the Raven oh. amulet. Oh my yeah. god, you're right. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what you, what? you showed him what? You read the book? No, 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 no. Pause, one moment. Indira. Oh, yeah. What about showing him an artifact? Did you find one? I did not. Um, she'll pull out the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Kefris gave it to me. When? Before you left for Ravenloft. What, did you want to bring the artifact right to the devil? He has a point there. Fine, just another secret, it would seem. Um, yes, the tome. Where is the tome? Wait, where is Kefris? We need Kefris for this. Good question. Where is Kefris? Did Kefris uh, lay down to sleep? Oh, you. Kefris you go with Arabelle to like take care of the that situation. Like she's she's being accompanied by a flock of no. Villains. I Kefris was told was, multiple times to go to sleep, so his uh, his pre-nightly ritual is uh, inspect himself in a mirror to keep track of all of the things that are currently happening with his body within a journal, uh, and then he was going to prop the uh, prop Kavan's blood spear up in a corner. Uh, of his room and then at some point in the evening just sort of sit and try and try and understand it he's attuned to it mm -hmm. and he's getting feedback from it mm -hmm. but he doesn't necessarily know why and he doesn't necessarily like the feedback that he's getting I hear you all right so you're just trying to get to know it a little better? Yeah. 
We have differing ideals uh, on what to do in regards to living creatures. One thirsts on blood, and I, I didn't start hurting people until I came to Barovia. All right. Give me an insight check. God, it's been so long since I've rolled dice. Right. I have to do it at disadvantage. Because of how tired you are. That is... Well, we a 17. A 17? All right. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think I remember that you took off Irina's scarf and put it on the spear at some yeah. point, correct? All right. Um, so, like, you, you set up the spear, you sit down on your bed, you just kind of, like, sit there in front of it um, and, like, just kind of stare it down and, and like, kind of open your mind and heart to this thing um and like as always you get a very violent um a very violent feeling from this spear um it craves blood but most of all it hates strahd um like what what exactly are you, like do you want to try and communicate something to it um because there, there's like a general feel that you can get from it but if I you'd like to try and communicate with it i want to know why i got a feeling of remorse when i tried to put it away in favor of my mall but a feeling of understanding when i pulled out my axe um this is a very tactical mind. It understands when you are doing something that will be advantageous for you. It does not desire so much to kill and drink blood as so much as it desires to succeed and to conquer. Okay. Um... However, it does communicate to you that it does not like the scarf. I'll take the scarf off. It seems to associate the scarf with weakness. And at that, Kefris will try and explain that the scarf comes from one of the one of the strongest people that he knows. Right. Um, and when you go to take the scarf off of the spear, you get a flash, um, and it is a vision of a village in flames um, with much older buildings than you, like, have seen in Barovia before. Um, and you see a little girl with uh, bright curly red hair um, standing over two bloody bodies um, with, like, Clearly, like it is, it is a spear has um, killed these people, um, and this girl can't be older than like seven, um, and she has tears just streaming down her face, just looking up at what is evidently you, um, and then it's gone. Before it dissipates, am I familiar-ish enough with the face? Like, is this a? Because there's only one person in all of Barovia with red hair. Does this look like a young Irina, or does this look like another young redheaded girl? It is uncanny. Okay. But yes, 
the hair seems to be brighter and curlier. But yes, definitely looks exactly like a young Irina. Okay. And then like it's basically arms go kind of limp at the sides with the scarf and just sort of look at the spear and Kefris will cock his head at it and just what have you done? And he'll just look at the spear for a while. And just sort of like thumb the scarf in his hand. Mm-hmm. It, of course, does not communicate to you in a verbal sense. And at that point, because uh, Kephrys has his right arm with his ill-materi cords. Uh, I'm afraid you have no more ill-materi cords. Because you gave one set to Irina, and the other set are currently wrapped around uh, St. Andrew's bones. I'm going to take Irina's scarf, and I'm going to use them in place of my ill-materi cords. If it is long enough, I'm going to try and just wrap my arm in said scarf. Yep, this is something you've done before, and so you do. Uh, I think that at some point you can hear voices downstairs. Um, and recognize at least one of them as Speedy. Okay, after Kefris is kind of... Uh, after he's done... Or does he hear the... What, at what point of the three-stage process of knots does he hear the voices downstairs? Oh, right before the community one, of course. Obviously. Uh, he will just tug it all to make it a length. Um, and looking down at his arm, there's, there's something that's been slightly bothering him, which is, uh, in his dream, he saw that there were scars, uh, when looking at the monster, that there were scars along his arms that were in the pattern of the cords. Are there scars along his arms of the pattern as well? Um... I want to say that there are markings from back when you did have the cords, um, but not anything so vivid as in the dream. Because okay. in, in the dream, like it was like fresh wounds that were dripping. Okay. Then he will uh, just kind of tuck the scarf away. He won't finish the knots. He'll just undo it all. Uh, he needs another person to make the third knot good anyways uh and then that's when he'll head downstairs all right um meanwhile downstairs uh i want a survival check from bartholomew and flint using the nose nope no what the fuck that was not bad i got a 14 or not 14, 24. God, I'm 21. Hey. Um, so the the both of you see um, a, a couple of flowers sticking out of a wine bottle. Um, Silmi 
like at some point Maybelle got a hold of those flowers and basically used the wine bottle as a vase as she was freshening up your room. Um, the both of you recognize those white berries as a plant called doll's eyes. Do they grow around here? Uh, yeah, in parts of Barovia. What what parts? Is Flint familiar with which parts? Yeah, like down in the plains, um, the less wet parts, um, and a little bit up on the mountains. Mm, some less traveled parts. Oh. Yes, there is something we need to, need to discuss, but I didn't want to uh, speak of it here. Um, what? Kefra's going to come downstairs. Or come... So he he was planning on making his way, but if his arrival is going to lead to a scene, now would probably be the best bet for a break. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. All righty. Sorry, Let's I, I'm sorry. I interrupted. I interrupted LB once again. I I like go back and listen to the vods. I do it all the goddamn time. Anyway. So, uh, with that, we are going to be going into our break. So, we are going to try and be back in 5 to 10 minutes. So, grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to bit.ly slash adventure merch. Pick yourself up something warm and cozy now that it's getting towards the winter months. Hey, hey, these sweatshirts are pretty fresh. Consider it. We are going to be back in 5 to 10. So, don't go anywhere, and we shall return. All right, everybody. Bye-bye! Uh, yeah, Kefris is is making his way back to the group. Y'all are talking about some bullshit. Wings, take us away. All right. So, um, Speedy, at some point during this conversation, uh, kind of slinks off to be alone. Um, and as Irina is turning to follow him, um, Kefris comes down the stairs and sees his good buddy Ndira, also known as Irina. God, we really need to stick to a name. I'm gonna go with Indiro because that's what we're that's what we're doing. Um, you see your good buddy Indiro, um, uh, just a, uh, just about to turn around and walk away. Kefris is going to have both of his arms just kind of slump to his sides, and it looks like it looks like a good hundred pounds have been lifted off of his shoulders, and he's going to mouth Indiro. And then just, like, beeline up and give them the largest hug he possibly can, whether they are ready for it or not. Oh, of course. Uh, this startles <laughs> this startles them at first, uh, but then um, they start laughing and uh, kind of pat you on the back um, and say, Kefris, it's good to see you too. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, what happened to you? This is all very new. I'll tell you what happened. We survived. They sure did. Um, in Indiro's <laughs> face um, betrays some emotion, um, and they say, "You, you sure did." And Kefris will start getting. Uh, his eyes will well with tears, and he'll just say, "It's so good to see you." And he will give them a hug again, but this time as he brings his head down, there are tears that are just coming down from his face. 
Trent, have you seen this over here? <laughs> yes. Just pull How him. Interesting <laughs> over here. So many eyes in as she's walking away. Um, yeah, Indira will pat you, like, just, like, kind of almost exploratively just trying to find, like, the place where that is least spiky. Upper um, left shoulder. Um, <laughs> he just lets them know. Sure enough, there it is. Um, I, I hate to say it. Um, what exactly did I miss? It's, it's been three days since the fires of Velaki. I didn't. I'm sorry. I, I should, I should have been there. I, I, I've been having issues. I, when the fires hit, I, I blacked out and I woke up in the woods with that fellow over there. Well, at least it was that fellow over there, not the lady of the castle. That is fortunate. Um, it, it is like, it is like when she charms me, but I went in the complete opposite direction. I'll be, apparently, I was trying to walk into some sort of werewolf's den. That is at least better, all things considered. Honestly, between her and the werewolves, I, I would also probably choose the werewolves. But where do I begin? So we we went to the castle. We got invited to dinner by Strahd. We attended. Strahd offered me a position of power and did not like the answer that I gave them. As a result, we came back, the town was on fire, I went to look for you, I couldn't find you, Silmi wanted to find Leo, we found Leo, we went to Yester Hill, we had a plan, we were going to retrieve one of the artifacts, we retrieved one of the artifacts, Leo ended up Leo was working for Strahd. That is very, very bad. So, after no, you, you, you're, you are not comprehending In... the magnitude of this. And he looks up at her with the most serious eyes, and says, "I'm fully aware." He was there for dinner with the Petroviches. We got the Sunblade and had it in our hands, and Strahd showed up and took it off of my unconscious body. I am aware she, of how bad this is. She knows everything. She knows exactly what you're looking for and where those things are probably better than you do. I'm aware. But right now, we have one. We have the one that you have, because I told no one. 
all of this, this was pointless. Uh, she just kind of runs her fingers through her hair. She knows. He was there for this. We thought we were so smart. Isn't that always the case, though? We always think that we're going to be so smart. We always, always think that we are going to be one step ahead. And in the end, the Sunblade is gone. But we still have the artifact and we still have you. And the fact that you haven't fallen into her hands, even after the fires. Back when Speedy was on our, or when I thought Leo was on our side. Regrettably, I asked if he knew where you were. If he, if I had known and he hadn't, I may have told him. But the fact that you left, the fact that you, that you ran. You are alive and well now because of that. And Leo... Well, I made sure that he wasn't going to be an issue. And at that, he just seems kind of deflated. He killed Maybell. She's... But she's still... My sister has a contract with some sort of devilish kind that she is able to summon them as her familiars. And from what I'm aware... If a creature from outside of this plane, outside of the plane prime material, passes, then they go back to their plane of origin. Maybell died, for what we know. And she doesn't know who we are anymore. Oof. She That's... still wears my sister's ring, but she doesn't know that they are together. That is rough. None of this has gone smoothly. We stole Baba Lasaga's hut. We have a nine-year-old to thank for that, Indiro. I didn't think Baba Lasaga existed. Oh, she's real. And so are all of her things. Kefras, no offense, but you look like shit. I will take that as a compliment because I have been described as looking like worse within the last 10 day. Thank you very much. This is all a lot to take in. But hopefully she doesn't know where you are. She doesn't know where I am. Even you if she does. And Bartholome Bartholomew needs a rest. Sylvie slides back into the conversation. Yes, well, um, things have changed, um, and we must come up with a plan uh, to uh, make any further changes. Uh, so I think we should all rest up, and I have spells to learn. Um, so if we could all perhaps find somewhere safe to stay for the night, that might be a good idea. This place not safe? I don't know. The Matakovs are safe. Right, no, safe as we're going to get, really. Where else are we going to go? 
Could go back to Kresik. Irina slowly turns her head towards Flint. Wait a second. You're the goddamn hermit. Yes, okay, well, we've learned a lot today, and I think no, that no, this no, is. No, 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 Everyone, I'm sorry. I know this is very interesting, but if we go to his cave, perhaps someone would follow us or know where we're going. Therefore, they would know where his cave is. Therefore, we, they would know what we're doing right now and saying right now. So we all don't go. Not all I already of have us. two people that know, so less liability. Then we'll stay here, but... What is your name? I'm honestly, I did not catch it. I was walking oh. down a hallway when you were introduced. That's really rude. No introductions. Hi, I'm Flint. Uh, apparently, it was important for me to tell you that I'm the hermit. I didn't know that. Kefris Bellevue. Uh, I feel Bellevue. like it was important. Yes, Bellevue. It, it's a new moniker. I Well, I mean... Look at me look and at tell you. me I'm not I, a Bellevue. I wasn't going to say anything. You know, you I like to keep book. my... I do not have a book. Then I where book. did the book go? <laughs> Probably something Think we shouldn't discuss it. out in the daylight. Think about it. Really hard. It's close to night time. I'm tired. I pulled a four foot spear out of my 5'11 form and I'm very hurt about the whole thing. If you can, go to your den, find the book that you have, or that you lost. It was taken a long time ago. I know where it is, but apparently she doesn't want me to say it in, in the open, but it's fine. Think it really hard. Flint, I think it as hard as I can. Okay. I love you, but you are so stupid sometimes. Can we stop talking about this now, please? Wait, you're a wizard, right? You have detect thoughts, right? I... Flint. <laughs> Flint. Yes. Thank you for returning Speedy to us. Thank you you're for returning welcome. Indira to us. I am in your debt. If there is anything that you would need of me, you may feel free to call upon me. In this yeah, that's instance, a real dangerous position to be in. I don't think you want to be there. I'm in Barovia. Being in your retinue is honestly probably the safest place I could be. I am going to go up, I'm going to rest, because I've been told to do so by more people than I have limbs. And the number of limbs I am currently gaining is astonishing. So, thank you. 
please be safe. And I will see you in the morning. Good night, brother. And as he's, uh, he just looks at Indiro and he gives a, a very wry smile. And then as he turns around and he'll put a hand on his sister's shoulder and say, We're still, would you still be able to come by tonight? Um, yes, I'll be up shortly. He'll nod and then make his way to his room. You're muted, or at least silent. I am not muted. Um, meanwhile, Bartholomew is outside with um, Sasha. Sat down, probably has Sasha like head on his lap. He's just like giving her top scratch. Mm -hmm. Is there any thoughts that uh, Bartholomew would like to share as meta knowledge for the audience? He's just thinking about the events of like the past couple of days trying to figure out what the hell's going on with those dream sequences mm -hmm. he really misses his dog does he still want to go back to Velaki? well now that he knows that they're here mm -hmm. it's a big no alright cool. interesting That's it. All right. Um, so I heard uh, talk of a scene for Kefris and Silmi. Um, we can resolve that, but I want everybody to think about um, some fast playing here. Uh, who here has the most uh, exhaustion? It's Bartholomew. Um, I think it's at three levels of exhaustion. Uh-huh. All right. So um, we could go for the full um, three long rests if you guys would prefer. But I want to hear from you guys. What What is your preference here? What is how fast play for me? Ooh. <clears throat> uh, On the dawn I of the first day, do we find out about uh, Stechen? I think... Um, you, you hear back um, that there was a arrangement made between Arabelle and the Were Ravens. That Arabelle was going to basically move the um, move the hut and park it. Um, however, she did not do that. Uh, she made a break for the woods as uh, as soon as she saw an opening. To be um, fair, she never designated where she was going to park it. It's true. Uh, and evidently she went off to go and try and find Steshin, and they haven't heard from her since. Whoops. Oops. Yeah, if that was the case, um, Kefris would at some point want to go back to Kresk because he told his fellow Bellevues that he was only going to be gone two days, and at this point it's been four. Okay. But the um, roads are long and treacherous, and he's scared. All right. Um, we can resolve that, but, uh, like, what day would that be? That would be day... That'd be day two. Okay. 
Um, so what is, let's, um, let's say it's going to be three days. Let's resolve day one. What does everybody do for that day? Um, Kefir's asleep, getting some slep. He, he is getting some slep and then he is finding out what all he can do with the Martikovs. He wants to talk to Flint a little bit. All right. Um, what does he want to talk to Flint about? The book. Uh, how, how upset are the Martikovs that Flint is actually there? And the other thing that he would want to talk to Flint about is just, who the fuck are you? Like, you showed up! Speedy said something about waffles? The fuck you know about waffles? <laughs> I can make all, all sorts of waffles. Speedy passing by. He just puts it in the waffle iron. He gave me steak. Walks away. Where are you from? Uh, well, originally, um, don't ask me about anything about them. I was young when I left, but uh, from the Dale end originally. And Kefris just shoots you the saddest look. What happened? Oh, oof. Long story, bud. Um, I'll give you the abridged since uh, no one here likes to hear me jabber on. Um, That's when not true. I, you might just become my favorite. It's not a good place to be. Kefris will <laughs> open in a page in his journal that is blank, set his pen against it, and say, whenever you're ready. Um, let's see how fast I can get through this. <laughs> um... When I was a young boy, uh, I had a big, ex extensive family, and my oldest brother, Ansel, died uh, when I was a young age. So it was kind of on me to be the uh, head of the family, but I wasn't really good at it. So my younger sister, Ash, was pretty much always in charge of people. But my youngest brother, Julian, uh, who was more headstrong than her and couldn't really be taken control of her by her, was the one that I always took care of. Well, he ran off into the woods one day because, you know, it was a full moon and it was really nice out. So I went chasing after him. Um, and by the time I caught up to him, I realized we were surrounded by wolves. And then this big, scary guy came out of the darkness. And uh, next thing I knew, we woke up in a cave in cages. Um, the other parts I'm going to leave out for myself because um, I don't have enough uh, gut leap for that. That's fine. But uh, so, I mean, I don't think anyone here likes me to, <laughs> to share it. Uh, no, no, hold on. Hold up just a moment. I've had gut wheat before. What is that? That's my gut wheat bites. They're edibles. I feel the need to explain to the audio cast what's going on. Um, Tyler has a box of candy cigarettes. Um, and I, I need to explain to the players as well that um, what Flint takes out is in fact a box. Um, and he pulls out a little cylinder that is solid red um, that does indeed look like uh, a, like maybe a cigarette, um, which he just sticks into his mouth and starts chewing. A cigarette or maybe, I don't know, a piece of chalk, but it is blood red. It helps. And oh, since I... With uh, part? With the memories... 
Um, <clears throat> don't get too serious on me, buddy. I don't know how long no, I'll know. No, you for. it's it's fine. The last time I had gut weep, I was dabbing some onto my tongue. Ooh, not straight, dude. <laughs> you want to get hallucinations? That's how you do it. I did see Maybell's face on an owl body. <clears throat> Is it fine otherwise? Um, well, I go through a lengthy drying and uh, rehydrating process That's that honestly, distills a lot of stuff out. No, no that makes sense. <sighs> Anyways. I became a werewolf, um, ran with the pack for a while, uh, decided after a while that their technique for induce, in, introducing people to the pack uh i didn't like it and people had left before most of them died one got away down to uh uh i don't even know where she went but um i decided to separate from the pack as well and i've been running out in the woods ever since but you've survived absolutely how um careful planning uh, knowing the train and uh, mm. being able to smell Kirill from a mile off has always helped. From who? Kirill. Uh, he. Well, actually, we even got to the uh, to the pack at the same time. Well, he was, I think, a year older than me, um, mm. but he's just always been a pretty uh, strong face in the pack, and ever since. Uh, he got old enough he's been pretty much leading the uh the raiding parties so i guess my follow-up question is where where in the dale lands were you that you got brought here I was a young man. I've always had trouble remembering names of places, so you'll have to forgive me. I don't remember. Were there netheries? Netheries? Maybe? In the Shadowdale, they were known for housing the netheries, and they came back after the second sundering. Sorry, bud. It's all right. I, I'm just trying to piece together if your disappearance correlates to the geographical location of our disappearance. I mean, it's not only people from the Dale Lands that that the uh, the werewolves take; they've taken them from all over. We weren't taken by werewolves. Oh, then how do you? Well, I guess. Outside Points to giant castle <laughs> on the hill. Uh, where the the outsiders do just tend to to stumble in. I was transporting my sister to a wedding. She might be late. She didn't want it. Isn't is somebody wearing a ring as well, or is only Maybell? Okay, I mean, I figured. I can still explain away the wedding, so he probably doesn't know. Even if we don't arrive and we made it back, 
She's into happiness. I would gladly default on my mission to mother if it meant my sister could experience happiness again. I think everyone deserves a little bit of happiness in their lives, even if they have to find it themselves. I think you're right. So it's your story, Kefris. I was normal. I led as good of a life as I could. I did the best when it that I I could when it was needed. And I lived by the way of the church. For every moment that I had, I made sure that there, if there were those who were suffering, that I could alleviate some of that pain, some of the problem that they had. And then I came here. I was in the carriage and we showed up in Barovia and then there was a house and I went inside of the house and I don't remember coming out. I remember being outside, but I don't remember getting out. And that was the first time that I was told that I became something else. And when we got to Barovia, I met Indira and I met Isaac and my life has not been the same since. I was never meant to be a fighter. I was never meant to to kill. I was never meant to hurt. I I was meant to help. Well, from what I hear, you're pretty good at it. So how would you know if you were meant for it or not? Have you ever been good at something and not wanted to be? I can't say that's ever uh, been something I've even considered. I wanted to help people feel relief. I wanted them to help feel not as stressed. My goal, what I thought was my purpose in life, was to alleviate the pain that others were suffering from. And then I came here and that desire manifested itself into what you see. I still want to help people. I don't want others to hurt. I don't want others to feel the weight of Barovia. So I take it from them. It's going to be a lot of work to take all the weight off of Barovia, my friend. 
Have you seen me? I mean, I would say you look like shit, but uh, I think I think you've been told that enough. I don't look like shit. I look like something is happening. And from what I've been told, this is the will of the gods. Barovia needs something. Barovia needs someone to look to as a solution to the problem that they face. And even if it kills me, I will be that. I might not be from around here. I might not know what the Barovian day-to-day -day feels like. But I know damn well that they deserve better. That every single one of them deserves to feel. When we met Speedy, we didn't even know if he was capable of happiness, but I've seen him smile. When we met Myrtle, we didn't know if she was capable of worry, but I have seen the look in an eight-year-old's eyes wondering what is going to happen to their adoptive father. I have seen this. I know they are capable of this. If they need someone to look to, to show that it's possible, I will gladly be this thing. You've got a lot of conviction there, Kepperth. You're, uh, you're an interesting character, but I have seen a lot of people come and go from here. And by go, I mean go. And if I go, I want the ones who remember my story to tell it. To have it be more than just a whisper, I want them to shout at the top of their lungs about the ones who defied Strahd. Good luck. I'll help if it makes you feel better. Flint, it does. You've survived here longer than anyone else that we know. If you're offering us help, that at least gives some of the townsfolk hope. And that's all I can ask. Flint's immediately hit by the realization that he actually offered somebody help. How dare you do that to him? So he kind of blankly stares off into the distance for a second. Right. Yes, I'm sure they'll love to hear it. But don't tell too many people. I'm going to tell everyone. See, now I might have made some mistakes. <laughs> you should get some sleep, buddy. 
I've already had all the sleep I need because this is day one. All right, so for day one, what does Silmi do? Uh, Silmi is going to learn non-detection. Cool. Um, uh, how do you want to do that? Because it it takes six hours. Who here has done wizard things before? No, I have. I know how it goes. So it takes six hours, so two hours for every spell level. Oh, and it takes- Steven went to level 20 with a wizard. I, 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 I went to level I, 20 with an arcane trickster. There is a big fucking difference. <laughs> uh, okay. Did you multi-class into wizard? Sorry, we're getting distracted. Uh, and it takes 150 gold worth of supplies. All right, go for it. Uh, I do not have that. <laughs> oh, you don't have that. Oh, Scene. no. Um, hmm. You so do have Speedy's gold. In fact, an alternate. How much gold do you wizard. have? Uh, I have, <clears throat> let's see, 90 gold, 24 it's Electrum, and 102 Silver. So No, transmutation. Yeah. So. 100 something gold right now. Okay. Something. The spell takes a pinch of diamond dust. And yeah. So. Something interesting about uh, transmutation wizards is that they can transform certain objects into other objects. That is true for a short period of time. For the duration of like an hour. I yep. Believe. I believe um, that it doesn't go up to a monetary. It has a monetary cutoff though. Hmm. Sounds pretty damn useless. Um, Let our I'm... DM determine what the real rules are. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> DM discretion. <laughs> um, I would have to do a lot of reading. And... <laughs> um, so, um, let's put it this way. I am going to allow you to use this feature to transform flowers into other kinds of flowers. Okay. Um, and that's going to be useful for reasons that I'm sure you can discern. Imagine, yep, mm -hmm. yep. Um, and did we did we figure out whether or not you had enough gold to get at least non-detection? I, you said you had a hundred gold. I have how much silver is it to a gold? Ten. Ten. Yeah, I have enough. Okay. Sorry. Well, okay, if we want to change it to Electrum, but in the in the book, it's gold, okay? That's fine. That's fine. Steven's giving me a stinky face. So, yeah. Just let her have this W. No. Learn non-detection. Uh, yes, and then... Um, yes, so that's what Sylvie's doing that night, and then she's going to sleep most of the morning. Mm -hmm. Um and cast it when she wakes up. Excellent. You feel um, as though um, it is, it is, it's kind of like um, music playing in another room has suddenly stopped and you didn't realize that it was there until it's gone. Mm -hmm. um, instead, it is the sensation of being watched. And do I know that this is simply f for scrying on me or like in the group now um it's a touch spell no no i'm sorry if someone is scrying on me hmm. 
they won't be able to hear or see me. But if I'm speaking with a group, can they scry on them if I'm with them? Only if they have things that belong to them. Like, um, like as per the scrying spell, mm-hmm. you either have to know the person very well or you yeah. have to have something that belongs to them and it will make it easier to do so. Cool. Um, you have reason to believe that Strahd has a belonging of yours. Yeah. Um, so yourself would probably be the best candidate for a non-detection spell. Cool. I'm going to cast it on myself and then I'm going to get up and I'm going to bust into my brother's room and I'm going to be like, Kephras! That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I get into my silly voice. Kephras! <laughs> Strahd is trying to scry on me. She's trying to watch me. Kephras oh. just turns around towards you with two halves of the rope that Indiro broke when she was trying to leave uh, and just says, do you know mending? Uh, yes, of course. Did you hear what I said? He just extends his <laughs> hands out. She starts casting mending on them. This takes a little while. Do you understand what I'm saying, Capris? I do. So I've casted a spell upon myself that for the next eight hours will allow me to not be observed. He nods. All right. But he's well, just that's, looking that's at why the ropes. I was That's why I was so forward last night. Sorry. Don't be. Please okay. don't be sorry. Why? Because I know that in situations like this, as you always have, you are the first to blame yourself. Well, we haven't gotten a chance to talk about Leo. We haven't gotten a chance to talk about what happened with Maybell. We haven't gotten a chance to honestly talk about fucking anything that has gone on in the last 24 hours. And so I want to start it. With letting you know. This isn't on you. I think there are more pressing issues at the moment, brother. I I think there will be time for me to deal with my loss and my other loss. Sister. From what I've overheard, we may have several days to deal with this. It's okay. Kefris, if I... If I allow myself to feel those emotions, I fear I won't come back. And I need to be strong in this moment. I want you to look at me. Do you understand the number of times that for your sake, that for Maybell's sake, for everyone's sake, I have thought about what could happen to me and about the depths that I would go to to protect you? And I would do it anyways. That nonetheless, 
regardless of what happened with me. As long as you were okay, I would do this thing. That's not just me. That's in you too? And I will be okay when Strahd is dead. <laughs> now you're thinking like a Malreska and he just like... <laughs> <laughs> like just like a butt of hands bops her in the forehead we are honestly insufferable <laughs> I would stubborn. stubborn stubborn is the word loud very loud <laughs> Everyone yes. has told us we are far too loud, and our response is to shout back louder, I am being as quiet as I possibly can. And you know what? Our voices will be heard over this land when it is in the sunlight again. Do you know how I get to sleep most nights? How? I lay down, I close my eyes, and I try my hardest to hear the crashing of waves. I try my hardest to feel the sun on me because we promised two people who, mind you, human people, not that it's weird, we're half-elves, but they're humans, <laughs> who, are in the, who are in the first quarter of their life, that by some point we will kill a vampire lord and they will feel the sun's rays. That's preposterous! Not trying to sound defeatist about it, but... It is absurd. But the thing is... It's not a lie, is it? No. Never was. Never once was a lie. Because when I told Speedy, when I told Indira that we would show them the beach... That's all it's been since that point. And, and in your circumstance, honestly, showing Speedy the beach seems almost a bit more impossible than getting Maybell her memories. Well, perhaps we see this as an opportunity to what I should. To win her all over again. Oh, I wouldn't wish that on you. <laughs> I'm sure it was hard as, as the hell's the first time. <laughs> she was quite stubborn about it. <laughs> we are an insufferable breed. <laughs> yes. We are but spaghetti. <laughs> yes, we are spaghetti. <laughs> and we both deserve to be happy. And I think even if we have to fight for it, we can do it. For together. What is being happy if not for <laughs> fighting for what we believe? <laughs> I've never been happier than I have been here. You know, it's weird. It's the same for me. What? In the, 
by the gods, I swear, in the worst way possible. Being proven wrong with seeing Speedy smile, being beaten within an inch of my life and, and protecting you. These are things that bring me joy. My is so strange, brother. Oh, this was the weird one. <laughs> and he says, like, motioning with his lizard palms. Well, if this is to how you're going to be, um, look, about the letter, I understand that things have been different here and that... What I've... is it? And he cuts you off and just says, what is it that you took out of it? Because I want to let you know what the intent was, but I want to know what you thought of it first. It wasn't mine to read. I, <laughs> I know that... I... I know that I've been different here, and I may have taken on some mother's traits but I don't want you to think I don't care or that your feelings aren't valid because they are and I want you to be happy but I also want us to survive and my instinct is to go into protection and <laughs> as it is yours but I do it with my words. And sometimes I say that in a condescending way or a dismissive way, and I'm sorry of that. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Because I know how you can be. I know that as soon as You are like mother in the way in which so if someone described your home as old rather than rustic, you are going to get furious about the state of it. It's not that the reason why I described you as like mother isn't because I think any less of you. It's because you are a strong woman who I look up to in my life. And I understand that you and her haven't gotten along. But you were also right in that the letter wasn't for you. Because the person I was describing it to had no differentiation between you and mother. So let me reiterate points to make abundantly clear. You are both strong-willed in that the thing that you believe is the thing that's right. What is it that you believe, here and now, more so than anything? It's that you and I will get out of this, that we have the power to finish this. When you were six and I was 10, 
mother and I went spelunking and she told me the same thing. <laughs> we will get out of this. Even if this is hell, we will walk towards the light because just as father always said, we may suffer, we may have hardship, but the reason that we have hardship is to let others know, to let the others know that it is survivable, that we can make it out, we are capable, we are strong, and we are doing our best. Yes. Always. Always. And you know, if you and Irina happen to have whatever it is, I would probably be okay with that. I think that was probably the most egregious offense of the letter that you received. <laughs> what is it that you think Irina and I have? It's not my place, no. brother. You are. <laughs> no, this is your place because I am asking you directly. This has never been more than your place, sister. <laughs> please. I don't know how you feel, but I've seen the way you look at her and the way you feel about her. It's very, well, it reminds me of how you look at me. Not in a weird way, but, you know, protective, but not just because you told her brother that you would protect her. Because you care about her. And why is it that if I tell somebody else that I'll protect them as well, that you start looking funny? Well, I am your only sister, and I feel like it is my place, since you've had terrible taste in women in the past, okay, to vet no. them. <laughs> no, I had moderate taste in women, which obviously would have led me towards... a. a not the best track in life, I will admit. Because had any of that happened, I wouldn't be here now. I wouldn't be here now looking like half of an amphibious lizard man <laughs> protecting my sister who has learned the forbidden arts of magic. Well, I'm just saying, you are the only one of us who had the will and ability to find a partner out in the world. And, you know, I've maybe was living vicariously through you in an That's odd not way. True. That's not true at all. As soon as <laughs> I signed on for the church, I said, no more for me. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so but not now. Well, not now. And what's that with you? You said not now and you found yourself somebody nice. Yes, and I had to summon her from the hells. <laughs> and in this case, I guess I'm Maybelle. Right, There's a so... banging on Kefris's wall. <laughs> and Kefris looks towards the wall, just, hush. 
Speedy, you can come in here if you'd like as well. No, I'm fine. I can hear everything from here. <laughs> he always does, and it's so upsetting. Because you're all loud. You're loud! You literally just said, we're the most insufferable people in Barovia. We're so loud. Ha ha ha. Mind your business, Speedy. Did you he... say business? Yes. And he will never understand what it's like to be from Daylands. All right. Thank you, brother. Is there anything else? No. Because, sister, that rope that you have in your hands, that's all we have besides each other that ties us to the Dale lands. I have an extensive wardrobe. I don't know. Oh, you good for you. I ran out of clothes <laughs> 10 sessions ago. You are welcome to wear some of my dresses, brother. I'm sure I will, and I appreciate <laughs> them. But for now, can you please tell me what it looks like on my back? And he will, like, pull out his journal to write down his notes of changes to himself. And Silmi will describe it as the scene fades to black. Uh... Also, the only thing on day one that Kefris would have liked to do, uh, if Flint had revealed that he had a plethora of gear, uh, he would have asked for a cat of nine tails. Ah. I think oh, that's all the way up to my den. I'm not going up there. Now when Speedy's here, I gotta watch over him. Just a thought. Speaking of Speedy, what are you doing on day one? After that scene with the Malreskas, he, uh, he's been lying in bed with, like, Sasha in his room. He sits up, wipes something from his eye, and then walks out the door to find Flint. All right. Flint is uncomfortably right there. Where do you think you're going, bud? I was going to find you. Here I am. <sighs> You're my best bet for this, so teach me. Okay. Um, and Flint and Speedy can spend the rest of the evening slash night um, him just telling him about stuff. And I mean, the full moon's passed now, but it's still pretty bright moon out that day, so, or that night. Um, I don't know how you rule that uh, that works, but I think that'd be a good test of will. Mm -hmm. I, I'd say that the more moonlight there is, the harder it is to resist. Mm -hmm. um, like, even for a full-blown, like, I mean, like, even for, like, a, a very experienced lycanthrope, um, the full moon will always transform you. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's less a matter of if and more a matter of if you can control yourself when it happens. Right. Um, but it's also like super misty out so we can't even see the moon tonight either mm -hmm. this is true still you can feel its presence yeah um so you're gonna give uh speedy some werewolf lessons yep all right this sounds like survival checks to me it's the next day right i'm no longer rolling at disadvantage oh i know you have you had a, enough time to have a long rest by now if Kefris and Selmy have taken a point of exhaustion off, then I should have been able to as well. Yeah. Good to me. Actually, no, I don't get that until until you lose your last level of exhaustion. Until I lose my last level. So you're still at disadvantage. 
speed is no longer. No, my walking speed is halved. Oh, still? It's when I lose this one, then it's yeah. Bad. Exhaustion sucks. Exhaustion <laughs> does suck. Uh, survival is fourteen. Sweet, I got a nat one. Oh wow, okay. Flint is doing a real bad job, but I honestly, haven't really talked to people in a while. He's he's doing a really bad job, but um, Speedy, you are um, a natural. You are able to glean a lot of useful information from him, um, but it is a little bit frustrating in the sense that you can tell that you would be doing better if you had a better teacher, or if he was doing a better job of teaching at this moment. He's all I have right now. He's all I have right now. He's all I have right now. Um, at this moment, um, it occurs to you, um, but if but if the siblings are having a scene and we're having a scene, then who's watching Irina? Are we gonna get a monologue between Irina and Maybell? Or is she going to disappear? <gasps> do it, again? do it, do it. No. If if nobody's with Irina, then Silmi's gonna set set Maybell to her. Um, that happens off screen. <laughs> Because Send I'm... me the transcripts for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've got a tome of Strahd to write. Dear diary. There, there will not be time. Um, so you receive some werewolf lessons. Um, what are some important things that you think that Flint would impart upon Bartholomew? Twice. Um, good question. Um... Silver is going to suck no matter what form you're Silver in. hurts, always, so watch out for that. Um, but it is very useful against other werewolves, so but so if you can, like, yeah, whatever. Um, in werewolf form, uh, both of you do not have resistance to each other's attacks. So um, if you're going werewolf on werewolf, might be a good idea, might, might not be. I don't know. Now that's a, uh, a wind kind of homebrew. Yeah, because, that's, a, that's a wing drooling. Because by default, werewolves are immune to non-magical slashing, bludgeoning, piercing, etc., etc. And that just means that werewolves would not be able to injure each other at all. They which, just slap at each other. And it's like, yeah, they just have a slap fight. That doesn't make any sense to me. So werewolves do not have um, immunity to each other's claws. Um, yeah. All right. So we have two more days. What's happening <clears throat> on the second day, y'all? Uh, does my boyfriend come to visit me? He does not. Okay. Flint's keeping an iron speedy. And more on the other two. Your boyfriend doesn't come to visit you. However, you do um, wake up to the warble of a songbird in your window. Oh. Um, it is a lark. It's got a yellow throat. Um, and it is holding a flower in its beak. What kind of flower? Well, that's a good question now, isn't it? Um, I'm going to say... Uh, because I said that we could um, do this... Uh, like, not necessarily have to, like, look up a flower and say, like, ah, yes, this flower says this. 
Yeah. Um, it, it's, it, it's essentially a flower that says good job. Okay. I have a big book of botany if you want to use it. I would love to use it, actually. I, I fucking love botany. I use it to name all of my elves. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sh can I uh, send a flower back? Sure. What do you say? Um, can I send the common boniset? What's it boniset? mean? The one that says, urgent need to speak. I see. Uh, the common bone set. Um, it's a, <laughs> it's a wild flower. It's just kind of a spray of little white flowers. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have Maybelle go pick it for me. Excellent. Um, and I'll she, give her one when she hands it to me. Oh, that's adorable. Um, she appreciates that, I think. Um, and she will go and likewise put it with the other flowers in the, uh, the wine bottle. Not quite understanding that it's for her. Yeah. Um, but she does seem appreciative. Uh, Silmi will also speak with Flint uh, just in passing. Like, you know that uh, lycanthropy is curable, yes? I did. Good. Yeah. Do you okay. know who? I can do that if you know who bit you. Anyway. Sure do. All right, just checking. I'm getting, I'm getting some, some hand movements from Stephen. What's going on? Can't hear you, babe. Can't hear you at all. Nope. Nothing. All right, that's fine. Um. <laughs> you guys were muted momentarily, but it fixed now, so it K. I realized uh -huh. I myself had been muted when saying that you guys were not muted, so. <laughs> this is a recursive problem. All right, so um, Silmi sends a uh, message to Escher that she wants to speak with him on day two. Yes, I will also uh, create my transmutation stone in that time. Um, what, um, what effects do you give the transmutation stone? muted on you're muted you are the one that's muted what, let what, me get back to you on that <clears throat> okay that's <laughs> fine god um kefris you wanted to go up to um Kresik i did and... want to go up to kresk and i also wanted to have a moment with uh indiro okay that's fine yeah so take um, your pick as to decides which to go she decides to go by Irina from this point forward considering that there's no point in hiding anymore. Strahd already knows. Irina, I... I want to let you know something. As a post-confirmation, I would say... One of the reasons why we went to the castle, one of the reasons why you couldn't follow, 
your brother was being held by the devil. He's safe. I know he's safe because I've seen him and because I earned the ire of Strahd in return for his safety. Um, her face is unreadable. Um, and she will put down um, whatever she's holding. And she'll just kind of hold her hand out in front of you and say, what do you think this is made of? Porcelain? Flesh and bone. Do I seem so fragile to you that I could not have handled that? No. Have I ever done anything to imply that I would not put duty over my own emotions. To anyone else, no. But to your brother, yes. I think that if we had gone off to the castle and I had told you that your brother was there, I know that we would have seen you at that dinner. Trying your best to disguise yourself as someone that you are not in front of the person who claims to know you the best. And I feel like we would have lost you in that moment. And that is why I had to. That is why I had to berate a lie. But that, that is what you were afraid of. But now you will never know. That is correct. You did not choose to give me that choice. So tell me. Would you have gone? Would you have sacrificed your own life for your brothers? I know my place. Where is that? With my people. To which I applaud you. Because those are the same people that I find myself next to. The same people that I want a better life for. The people in the Dale Lands, I look at them and they are self-serving. They are understanding of their lot in life. But the people of Barovia? The last time a warm wind has been sent through this countryside was before any of them can remember. The last time any of them thought it possible to see beyond the mists is beyond their reckoning. The reason I both want to give them hope and also want 
to be as silent as I can about it is because I don't want them to be hurt, and I don't want you to be hurt either. If I had told you your brother was there, and then I died, and then he died, and then Silmi died, and then Speedy died, and then everything you knew, everyone that you put your stock into, came back as a goddamn scarecrow. Do you not think that that was not my situation for the past three days? I had no idea what had happened to you. And I was stuck in a cave with a werewolf. And I stayed there because I knew that if you were dead, then I would be alone out there. And instead you're alive. And instead I get to do this. And he thrusts his hand out with the red cords that she broke. In, like into the center of her chest. We found these. And when I found that they were broken, I assumed the worst. I assumed that somehow, while I was eating dinner with the devil herself, that you had been kidnapped. That you were gone. That another aspect of what could happen, of what potentially lay in wait for Barovia may be gone. And instead, here you are. And instead, here I am. And instead, we stand together. You might be upset with me. And I understand that. I might be upset with you, and I hope that if, if that is the case, that you understand that as well. But I want you to look at me. I want you to look into my mismatched eyes and think to yourself, for a moment, he is a dum-dum. Look at me. As best you can. And realize I'm an idiot. I am not a smart person. I have come to this place for one goal. That is to help. There is a hair's breadth away from courage and stupidity. And I walk that line every single day. But I walk it confidently because I know that you are there trying your best to shout at me to at least remain tottering and not to fall. That the people of Velaki are yelling at me to keep tottering and not to fall. The people of Kresk are yelling at me to totter and not to fall. I understand I'm an idiot. But I'm an idiot who's doing his best to help. Nobody's perfect. 
and I'm sorry that I wasn't there when you returned. If I had any choice in the matter, I would have been. And he, if she lets him, will bring her into a hug. Uh, she allows him, but she does not reciprocate as readily as she has in the past. And he says, even if you weren't there, the fact that you're here now more than makes up for that. I need to see my brother. Let me take you to him. Because I told him a lie that turned out to be a truth. I would appreciate more truths up front. As you wish. Um, and she will just step out of your arms. Um, and um, her her face is a mask. Um, she's just refusing to betray any sort of emotion. That's and fine. she will leave the room. Then I will get my... I will get my... I will get our methods of transportation fixed to head out to Velaki to see Careful her brother. Buddy. I would have just said sorry if that was you. I don't know how you got on, on top there. What? <laughs> what? All you had to say was sorry, and then you got her to say she was sorry to you. That's impressive. Sorry, I uh, stole some wine. I push Flint in the back. Like, get out of the Does scene. everyone listen into every conversation that I have with anyone? Sixteen yeah, perception. Like, super loud. Yes, we do. Well, folks, just one last thing, because I don't. I, I did a thing, because I thought I had a chance. I rolled two net twenties on a disadvantage. He's gonna try and he's gonna walk out into the woods, Speedy, and he's going to try and transform. How and far exactly can he get without Flint just tailing him? If Flint was listening, I also have, like, I could roll a stealth check. I'm no longer, like, impeded. I would love to see opposing checks for that, because Flint has demonstrated that he is not letting you get very far without knowing he, where you're going. He is watching after him, and he's just keeping a nose out for him getting too far away. Um, but I will say, if he transforms, I I feel like that would be uh, kind of an automatic indication to Flint. So I think it's a matter of how far he gets, and I'm pretty sure he'll win on this. Um, 17? 25. What? Oh. Oh my. Oh no. I'm just gonna take a picture of this. Oh no. My poor stupid werewolf boy, you're going to get us killed. It's very fun. Is All it two right. 20s? So. Oh boy. You go out into the woods to transform? 
try to at least. All right. Um, and your passive is 16. Correct. Okay. Mm. Wonderful. So you walk out into the woods um, and you um, get ready to transform. You're doing the five in, five hold, five out breaths that Flint taught you. No shirt, no boots. I would like articles of clothing as I come back, please. That's probably a good idea. Um, and you, you get ready. Um, you get good and ready to do what you intend to do. Um, when you hear a snap of a twig. Turns. Um, you turn your head uh, to regard what is approaching. Um, and you see the um, reflection of predator's eyes uh, low to the ground, um, about the height that a wolf would be. Um, but you also see a humanoid figure approaching. <clears throat> do, you, do you do anything about this or are you just watching? He regards them. All right. Um, a wolf steps out of the underbrush. It has dark gray fur. Um, and it just kind of stares you down with a discerning glare. Um, and that silhouette steps out as well. Um, and you recognize your mother um, holding a longbow and dressed in her hunter's garb and say, I would advise against that. What are you doing out here? I was looking for you. I need to introduce you to someone. And she will nod to the wolf. Uh, and the wolf will just kind of look at her, blink, and then um, transform into a woman with uh, short black hair. Um, she it has darker skin, very similar to your mother, and there is an uncanny resemblance between the two of them. And she says, this is my sister. And that is where we will leave off for tonight. I wanted to drop the bomb on the Nebraska's as well, but... Okay. Um, do you want to do an after credit scene? Sure. All right. That'll give you some time to think. Today, oh what the fuck? boy so with that hey Danae where can we find you what do you do oh boy hello everybody my name is Danae Keener you can find me at DanaeKeener.com I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D &D. I recently changed the theme on my website so it should look really nice nowadays um so go and check that out uh, you can find me here on Mondays playing Coriander the Elegant Paladin or on Tuesdays playing a whole mess of werewolves. Uh, DanaeKeener.com All right, Speedy! Hey everybody, I'm RJ here on the channel, but you can catch me on Twitter and Twitch at rjustice282. Uh, wow, I reversed that. Anyway, you can catch me on Monday as Kalem, the Shatterkai Cleric Wizard. You can catch me here as Bartholomew. Is that my real mom? <laughs> Are they twins? They're twins, right? They look exactly alike. Ew, gross. Indoor, indoor winked. Indoor winked.
get the fuck out of here. That is my mother and probably her sister. Yeah, but Wait, it's no, your that is aunt, your, your real aunt. Is <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm processing. That man shed tears for you and sell me. A tier, singular. Uh, you can catch me also at pre- Pro Research Channel with the lovely bit. I'll be hacking up. Fuck y'all. <clears throat> On Sundays, play phase, cipher system, open for adventure, helping out there, dinnykinder.com. <coughs> hey, Tyler, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, um, I'm Tyler. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Frothy Inferno, and on here on Tuesdays sometimes. Um, hopefully, I'll be around again. Please. We appreciate you. LB, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters. This is Lyra. She is one of my foster kittens, goddess of joy, which we have none of. Um, <laughs> I play Monday, Tuesday, and then sometimes on Friday, sometimes on Sunday, sometimes always Sunday in the afterwards. So follow my Twitter because I retweet when I'm doing things. And I think I have my schedule up there. I don't know. We'll see. Dankeener.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, fella, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Monday, we got our homebrew game. Tuesday, we got Curse of Strahd. Thursday, we have our Ghosts of Saltmarsh game which has an Acquisitions Incorporated flair to it. It is a grand time. I highly suggest you go and check it out. I believe this week uh, our Ghosts of Saltmarsh game actually broke the record for the most viewed video on the channel, uh, clocking in at over 1,300 views. So consider uh, highly checking that out because, ah, what a great crew. Any humst uh we are going to be going into our after show called knights in the courtyard found on patreon.com slash indoor adventures where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community at large so if you have any questions for myself for these wonderful people consider joining our discord or positing these questions in the side chat below for twitch or wherever you're consuming this media and we will do our best to respond but the only way that you can catch those responses is once again through nights in the courtyard in which case we will see you guys there all right everybody wait after credit scene some marvel credit scene all right so taking you guys back to after uh irena had just left flint's there with a bottle of wine saying you should have just said sorry See, back when I was uh, still with the werewolves, I was dating this lady, uh, Zuleika Terenescu. She was great. And just one time I really pissed her off and all I had to do was say, sorry. And now it's perfectly handy dandy. Of course, now she hates my guts because I left, but still. Wait, did you say Terenescu? And that's where we leave off. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>